0: A rich man's world, I have turned of this but
1: that a rich man's world. What's up everybody, welcome
2: back to another episode of Under Analyze, we're back, it's a new year, and we're better than ever, thank you Sam. Uh, we're going to start off with our tip off, we're going <laughs> to, I can't do this thing when these guys are laughing at me, it's too hard.
3: I wasn't laughing. Man, we
2: started out <laughs> so serious with this, but Sam's Jake's peeking at me between his fingers. But we have an awesome show planned for you today. Uh, we're going to talk about Donovan Mitchell's historic night. Sam's going to bring us the hottest stories in handball. And Jared is going to talk about his favorite version of Mike Conley. And then we're going to wrap it up with the Dwight Howard of the week. Did I miss anything, guys? You got it. I think I've
0: changed mine, mind, but it's fine. Okay. No, keep that in. Yeah, we're keeping <laughs> this in. Yeah, this
2: that's staying in. Uh, well, I'm going to start with my tip off because it's a uh, sensitive information, if you will. Um, what's new in family dynamics? So I'm currently here in Long Beach, California, family vacation, uh, and I'm meeting my sister's boyfriend for the first time. Uh, last night, we're all playing the Jackbox TV game. So have you guys played those before? Oh, which yeah. one
3: yes which one They're awesome.
2: they are awesome uh we were playing oh shoot i can't remember what it's called it's uh the, it's faking it or something like that yep. oh, yeah Yeah. number
3: three i'm wondering sam's if terrible at that three. one. i'm so bad at that, that especially because true. going into yep, it Jack's i'm Box told three.
1: how bad i'm i am at it so well, and sam yeah. yeah sam has a very big tell if you know him well when he's lying <laughs>
3: yeah it's it's uh yeah it's that What's i can't tell? do it <laughs>
1: It's like this. Okay. It's this. It's this face he does. That
0: yeah. His lips turn half the size of the the, the original. It's original gotten movie. more and
1: more subtle as he's gotten older, but it's still there if you know where to look. I'm just covering it with facial hair. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: exactly.
2: <laughs>
3: That's what it is. Yeah. All right. Okay. So well, for fake, for those of you,
2: yeah. So for those of you who don't know how this works, um, it's a game you play where your phone is kind of your controller, and the way this games works is everybody in the group receives a prompt. And then one player of the group is the faker, right? So the prompt would be something like, raise your hand if you've ever farted before, right? So everybody obviously raise their hand. The faker doesn't know what the prompt is, so they have to try and blend in, okay? So the round that we're playing, you have to point at the person in the group who is most likely to do the prompt, right? And so the prompt was, uh, if you were stranded on a desert island, who would you most like to be stuck on the island with you, right? Hmm. Uh, Keep in mind, uh, so I'm the faker here. I have no idea what it is. (laughs) And I immediately point just at my dad. Yeah, no, you're not. (laughs) Well, maybe you are, who knows? But I point at my dad, solid, solid guess, you know, I just point at my dad. And everybody points at their significant other, except for my sister's boyfriend, who I've never met before. Who's pointing right at me? Right. <laughs> so he's saying, I wanna be stuck, on, I wanna be stuck on a deserted island with, with Christian. And so immediately my dad's like, okay, this guy's the faker because obviously he doesn't wanna be stuck on a desert island with Christian, right? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. And then he goes, Well, he'd better be the faker, because if not, that's super weird turns out and obviously i'm the faker so i'm dying i win the whole round <laughs> and then everybody just kind of looked at him like so you want to be stuck on a desert island with christian <laughs> and his his rationale was i would survive longer if i was with christian rather than my sister which is true my sister would be dead oh. in 10 minutes but uh, it was uh that's it wow. was an interesting night so and that was the first go. day, day him that you family met him? Wait, wait. Was this the I, I've met first... him once before, but like um, six months ago.
0: Okay. What's new in first impressions, man? Congratulations! <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Thank what did you. your
3: sister say? She was just like, "Good point," or was she, <laughs> she mad? Just laughed, yeah. Ah,
2: okay. Yeah. She's she's a little offended. Now she's a little offended. She's like, "You didn't want to be stuck with me on the desert islands? and that's when we changed the subject quick because I, I don't want
0: to talk about that. I guess <laughs> I don't
3: know. Nice.
2: So yeah, that's what's new in uh family dynamics. Uh that's Jared, awesome. what's new in Shattered Dreams?
0: Um so this uh last Tuesday I went to the jazz game. Um did we win. We had uh uh-huh. huh? ne- no, no, we Jared. did not.
1: We never do yeah. when Jared goes.
0: <laughs> that's true. Where were you um, sitting, Jared? Oh, thank you for asking. So yeah. we got these courtside suite tickets, so we're not Actually, courtside, but it's um, like two rows behind. Um, and but they have like before the game, there's like this lounge suite area. <laughs> hey, welcome, Sam. This lounge suite area there's a bunch of like unlimited food, drinks, um, super Good nice couches, see. all these candies, like ice cream bars, like super awesome. Then you go out and you're like right next, pretty much by the players there. And uh, so it's horrible. And as you can imagine. And then two Shattered Dreams came out of that night. So I realized that my dream, like, it'd be so cool to be, like, an ex-athlete or someone really influential in the NBA, because it was, like, I sat two rows behind Danny Ainge, and he was one row behind Ryan Smith. I took a picture of them both in one thing. I was like, oh, it would be, like, incredible to be Danny Ainge and just be, like, work, be higher up at the Jazz or whatever, like, whatever organization, and just... Get whatever seats you want whenever that's mostly just to watch the game but my other shattered dream was we it was the fourth quarter they went up uh Aaron fox made a layup they went up by two and then they went up by two and then we pass it down larry marketing grabs it he does this like one-footed thing shoots it makes it, it was a three-pointer Everyone's going crazy. Everyone's jumping up and down. I'm like, I can't believe I'm here at this game. Like, we beat the Kings. We are playing incredible. And then uh, they waved it off. So that was awesome. Because everyone's like, they originally called it a two and we're like, no oh, way. That's a three. Everyone's just like cheering and high fiving that we won the game. No one even looked for a second at the timer, <laughs> the buzz went off. And they're like, and game over. Kings win. And I just see all the Kings players get up and on and then uh kevin herter who looks like he's four years old is just like <laughs> burn, jumping up and down i'm like <laughs> and we lost to him so I was awesome so double shattered dreams i'm not going to be an nba executive anytime soon and uh crazy and we lost like yeah so shattered dreams all around
1: yeah very very sad i saw a thing where they should have stopped the clock after De'Aaron Fox's layup sooner. There should have By been point point one, point yeah. 0.6 on the clock instead of point four or point five or whatever it was. Yeah, and if that had been the case, would have counted. So,
0: but they're just like I'm like I can't believe I'm here in the game. Like I never like a buzzer beater, crazy. Yeah, it did not happen. Yeah. The game was still awesome. Sam you probably should. Yeah, you probably should just
3: not have gone. <laughs> but we'll get to that. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: Jared
2: uh whenever you uh stop only thinking about yourself um we'd really appreciate it so you can just stop going to games and we can win do what's right for the jazz Stop being so selfish yeah i might definitely actually i am doing what's
0: best
3: yeah the raptors game we were gonna go to jared maybe maybe we maybe we postpone and by postpone, cancel (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: sounds great so sam why why were you not at the game because you were you were invited weren't you
3: no, yeah, no, for sure. I was. Um, and I've been asking, it, Jared's brother is the one who hooks up the tickets because he works for the company that is on the building, the pivot, uh, no big deal. Um, so I've been asking Brit, uh, is Jared's brother's name? That's for Golden, so that he knows. Um, yeah. I've been asking Britt for years to be one of his three guests that he invites when he gets those tickets. And for years, he said uh, he's led me on to believe that one day I will get the invite. Um, and yeah, it, it finally came, and I was invited. Um, it was on January third was the game, uh, and I was coming home from Germany on January second. So I was like, "Sweet, yes, I'm in. Can't wait. Dream come true." Um, but yeah, that let's just go into why I wasn't at the game. Uh, my what's new in travel. Um, i had the well actually to start have you guys seen planes trains and automobiles from the 80s it's a john, john candy. movie. yeah with i have john not. candy in it okay
0: well jared have you seen it no I have not. I don't know John Candy's Okay,
3: well, it's a, it's a classic. You guys should all watch it. But basically, it's just a, a funny movie about, like, everything going wrong, just trying to get home, and then you end up taking planes, trains, and automobiles to get home. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure my story could be a script for the second one, um, but I will keep it brief uh, for our listeners. Um, but I will, I'll write a book uh, in about a week or two uh, that, that will go on sale so um okay so on my way to germany i had a flight planned from salt lake to denver denver to munich munich to cologne um and so i wake up the morning of my flight it's on the 22nd of december so or 23rd so basically right before christmas i'm gonna land christmas eve is the plan uh in germany because you lose a day as you're going east across the atlantic so um i wake up to i uh, notice that my flight's been canceled to denver um and but uh don't worry we've rebooked you on a new flight um so okay i'm good there uh easy right uh, yeah easy so then i'm on my way to the airport that one gets canceled too because of ice uh freezing like i don't know something with ice and freezing wind going on in colorado uh so then that one gets canceled so then uh, they put me on a third flight and at this point i'm still going to make my connection in Denver to Munich. Uh, they I uh, get to the airport that one's delayed now because the plane is broken and they can't get it back in service, so now they're just looking for a new plane for us um, and at this point i'm starting to get worried that I may not even make my connection to uh, in Denver, so I i'm talking texting with united and they told me and i have the text that if i uh, if i wanted to i could drive to denver i told them that i was like listen i will drive to denver to make my connection i need to get to germany for this christmas holiday i'll drive to denver i don't care if that's the case and they're like yeah you can do that so then i drive to denver uh my brother was really nice and offered to drive with me so we're driving four hours into the drive The plane eventually they did find a plane, it takes off from Salt Lake. So, it turns out if you don't get on your first plane, I didn't know this, they cancel your whole itinerary everything, all flights to, (laughs) all flights back, just canceled. So, I'm four hours, I'm in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, uh, with semi trucks all like falling over. Literally, I probably saw 10. Falling over because of the wind and ice, we were going like forty miles per hour on i80 because nice. the wind storm, sounds like a dream, yeah, and the snowstorm from the day before had blown so much snow that it was now just ice on the road, and then wind was still tipping over semis, so anyways, I'm in the middle of that, find out my whole trip's cancelled, so then I call United and I have to beg this very nice lady uh she was a saint, she saved me. To rather than pay $5,000 for the only available flight uh, from Denver to Germany, um, she gets it on for free, because I told her my whole story and situation and she took pity in in my story or in me <laughs> and. Um, so, then I get to Munich or I get to Denver and my bag had flown with the plane that I just I left my bag because I had checked the bag and I was like all right, well, I guess. I'm going with just a carry on. I'll figure out the bag situation later. I find the bag in Denver within like 200 bags just because of my Apple Air Tag I have in it. So, this is a sponsorship for Apple Air Tag because there was it's a line of about, yeah, we need, <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a line of like 15, 20 people uh, waiting to talk with United Baggage. And then I grabbed mine pretty quick and they all started clapping and cheering. And I was like, yeah, Apple Air Tag, guys. It? Yeah, it's a sponsorship. So, Anyways, um, then I get on a new new flight from Denver to London. That one goes fine, but then I get to London and I have to go to Frankfurt to then catch a train because I can no longer get to Cologne with flights. (laughs) So then I get on the plane in London and we're taxiing to take off and there's a drunk man a few rows behind me that is causing a scene and they say we may have to go back and deplane uh, and get this guy off. And if that happened i wasn't making uh the train uh to get up in time for this christmas dinner i was trying to make so luckily he just passed out on the side of the window and they just were like we'll take care of in germany i guess i don't know what they were deciding so we do take off thank thank goodness then i have to run through the frankfurt airport um sweating so bad by the time it was like a movie going down the escalator, the train has pulled up, the doors are opening, and I just jump in the train without a ticket at this point, because um Sarah, who I was meeting, said, uh, I'll buy your ticket, just get on the train, I'll send you a ticket, so then I get in the, t- in the car, uh at, or in the train car, and it's the nicest train car I've ever been in, I was like, this is really nice, I'm on the phone with her, and She's like, yeah, uh, yeah, we have nice trains. I'm like, well, yeah, but this is like extra nice. And so then she sends me a ticket. I'm on my way on the hour train ride. Someone comes by, checks my ticket, and they give me this weird look. But they can, they know I'm American, uh, just because how I initially greeted them. And then they just give me a look and then move on. And I was like, that was kind of weird. Whatever. And then I get to Cologne. Sarah picks me up and was like, "You? Were, why were you in the first class car? I was like, I don't know. I just jumped in a car. So, apparently, I got a first class ride uh, nice. without paying for first yeah. class. Uh, but I didn't take advantage of any of the amenities. I didn't know I could um. have done free drinks, free food. I just – anyway, I was just trying to catch my breath at that point. And, <laughs> um, yeah, so that was my trip uh, to Germany. That's not even starting the trip back home, which was honestly worse. Uh, so, All right, so then I have a great trip in Germany, which was awesome, but then coming home, um, I thought there was no way I was going to have worse luck than the way getting there, but no, 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 Uh, I had much worse luck coming home, or maybe not, I don't know, I didn't have to drive eight hours to make a connection, so. Uh, Okay, so I get on a flight from, I'm supposed to go Cologne to Munich, Munich to Houston. Houston to Salt Lake and if you're learning anything from this story don't have two layovers, if you can avoid it. Um, I use reward miles and that was the only option I had, especially because Cologne is a smaller city, um, and then uh, second don't have one hour layovers ever I try to have <laughs> three plus especially international travel. Um, But just to be clear, three plus seven plus wouldn't have saved me in this case. So um, I go from Cologne to Munich (laughs) and I've checked the bag again because it worked so well the first time. Um, And in Munich, I get there and they delay the flight for an hour because of mechanical reason in the engine. (laughs)
1: uh which is really cool. what planes are you trying to fly on yeah no it's really awesome <laughs> and
3: also even if i'm gonna get on that plane then i'd be a nervous wreck in my mind the whole time just like remember how this had mechanical issues like a few german hours engineering yeah well it's united plane so <laughs> probably uh, German. So. it was a boeing so isn't that uh boeing's I american right was flying think...
2: Sudan in weston yeah
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so Anyways, um, I'm on air, Iran, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Saudi air. Yeah. So, okay. So uh, the weird thing about the Munich airport uh, too, you need to know this with the story is that I don't know why I had to go through regular security. Then I had to go through customs passport control, not in arrivals, but for departures. So I go through customs. Yep. uh, Yeah. Get a stamp, even though it's for departures. Then you have to go uh, you have to walk a very long distance and then then you go through a second passport control and uh, not a stamp on that one, but just passport control. Then you're basically stuck behind that security checkpoint with about 15 other gates. And in my case, they I think all but one were going to America that day. Uh, There was one I think going to England. And mine is the uh, slowly but surely becoming the last to leave because it's the only one delayed, which is super cool. Um, so as it's getting delayed more and more, I'm going to miss my connection in Houston to get home. So I start going. Uh, I'm on hold. It's an hour plus or texting hour plus wait uh, to text United. Um, so I'm going gate to gate asking the other United flights, like if there's any availability on these flights, cause I'll I'll take whatever the next flight to America is because I have to work uh, the next day. And if I get stuck here, it's just a nightmare with the time difference. They're all full, which is great. Uh, and then for the next four hours, we're just stuck in Munich, just in that place with one cafe that ran out of food two hours prior. Uh, so that was cool. And then the flight eventually gets canceled because they just can't fix the plane. And they're like, but don't worry, you're automatically booked on tomorrow's same flight and you can book a hotel for up to 260 euros, we'll reimburse you. I'm like, okay, well, this sucks, but also I get a hotel and after that, it's like, I'm, I can't do anything else. I, I guess I'll just enjoy my night in Munich. And it uh, turns out that the gate agent was lying because we did not get rebooked on anything. Um, <laughs> uh, so I then spent three hours uh, on the phone, more, probably like two and a half. I don't want to exaggerate, but it was literally probably two and a half. Um, trying to get on a flight home on Tuesday, the third. Uh, if I'm remembering the dates correctly, Tuesday, the third, because they're like, oh yeah, the gay agent lied. We, there's no new flights available till Wednesday the fourth. So you have to spend two <laughs> nights in Munich. I'm like, no, please. I can't do that. I'm already missing now a day of work unpaid because my PTOs, I don't have any left. <laughs> um, and so I can't like, is there anything? Finally, they get me on a new one from on the third to go. They're like, well, are you okay with two stops? I'm like, I live for two stops at this point. <laughs> so, yes, I am okay with two stops. They're like, okay, well, I'll, we'll fly from Munich to New York, New York to Denver, Denver to Salt Lake. I'm like, okay, sounds good. um uh, And she's like, oh, and your bag will just, uh, my check bag, I never got back because the gate agent was like, don't worry, all of your bags will be automatically transferred to that new flight. Uh no, 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 that was a lie. they My bag stayed in Germany. I was able to track it on my airpod the whole time. I get to New York. It's definitely still in Germany. um so that was fun. And then in New York, my plane is delayed because it's stuck in Atlanta because Atlanta's too full, so it's just they can't they don't have enough I don't know uh room to take off for like two plus hours um and I'm tracking it on an app, so they've been taxing uh, stuck on the runway for two hours so sucks for them too I feel bad for those passengers but then I'm gonna miss my connection in Denver obviously and then there's no new flights from Denver <laughs> to Salt Lake that night if I don't get to Denver uh, so that's gonna push me back another day and have to spend a night in Denver so then I'm talking with United uh, and they're able to get me on a direct flight from New York to Salt Lake, but it leaves like six hours from when I was talking with them. So I was like, yeah, I'll take that. And I'm just going to live in New York today in the city or not the city. Excuse me. That would be nice. Newark, right? The Newark airport is where I lived for a day. Um, So I thought, oh, I'm going to use my United one-time pass I have with my credit card to just go relax in the lounge, have some free drinks, free food, uh, I get to the lounge and it so- says, sorry, we're currently not accepting one-time pass holders. <laughs> so that was cool. <laughs> um, luckily, the airport food was super cheap. Um, a burger and fries cost me $43. So that was nice. For um, just you? $43? And- yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I I get it wasn't Wendy's. I could have made the trek to Wendy's on the other side of the airport. It were blows. Yeah, but I also United's supposed to pay for all of this, every, all my expenses uh, that I incur from this cancellation. So part of me was like, whatever, I'll pay it and I'll deal with this with United. Keep my receipts. So it should get paid for eventually but i'll keep you updated so was
1: it a good burger and fries at least
3: it was yeah it actually okay. was yeah yeah so uh then i um
0: 43 dollars yeah that's no. the most surprising well, thing in this whole thing
3: i did a five dollar <laughs> tip on that too so it was like 38 something yeah uh still and you, so yeah still anyways then i finally got on the plane that was delayed two hours the, the, so I was there till like eleven thirty, it was supposed to take off at nine thirty at night. Uh we get on the plane and they're like, Oh, sorry, we had a scheduling problem. We don't have a pilot. Uh what? <laughs> so then we stay. when well, then we stay on the plane uh for uh eighty 80- Five minutes, I think it was, or maybe close to nine, like almost an hour and a half until the pilot shows up, because they just had to call a pilot that lives in New York and say, "Hey, can you come fly this?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, he's coming from his house. We don't know when he'll be here." Um, then I get <laughs> home finally at one thirty in the morning, Utah time. Have to talk with baggage there about my bag that's still in Germany. They get me a ticket for it. They're going to send it on the next available flight. That works out fine. I get on the economy shuttle to go to my car in the parking lot. Um, I, it's just me and the bus driver. The bus driver's talking with me. He's a nice guy. And I get off the bus and I'm driving. I'm about 10 minutes from home at this point, 20 minutes from the airport, or 15 minutes since I left the airport. And I realize I left my carry on bag on the shuttle. Uh, so. <laughs> So it's just going great. I blame total exhaustion for that mistake. Uh, And so I have to turn around and I call the economy parking lot and they're able to get me uh, in contact with the bus supervisor who then talks with the driver. And they're like, can you describe the driver? We need to know what the driver was like. I was like, "Um, the only thing honestly, that would uh, set him apart is what he told me is that uh, he, he gave me advice and he said, that's." That's some uh, old man redneck advice for you. And he had a very thick accent, uh, southern accent, redneck. So I was like, the best I can give you is, is an old redneck, as he would say. He said that. <laughs> and they laughed and said, okay, yeah, we know who it is. Uh, <laughs> Mark, that could be anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be Pick it a any of our drivers. <laughs> um, so I was able to get my bag. I pull in. Finally, 53 hours after waking up in Cologne to go home, I walk through my front door and then I got to sleep for two hours and then I had to be at work. So yeah, it was.
0: Sounds awesome. Uh, yeah. Lowry so, missed a shot when I was at the courtside suites. So I don't know. He oh, tell me which one. Yeah. Worse.
3: That's the whole, that I, yeah. I forgot about that whole point is that I had to miss this game <laughs> because of this. I had to instead go through what I just described rather than be at the game. So that was just the icing
1: on top. so you're telling me i shouldn't travel through denver
3: yeah denver apparently is just i well i don't know denver yeah on the way there it was denver's fault on the way back it was i never even got to denver to give them a chance to be at fault (laughs) so (laughs) it's just united because my flight was coming from atlanta to new york to then go to denver i don't know it was weird yeah i don't know if it's united to blame i've never really flown united I mean, maybe once before this. So I really I want to just say it's blame United, but also I was traveling over what is recently one of the worst uh, weeks in aviation history. So yeah, it's probably that.
0: That might be part of it. Yeah, that, that
3: could be part of it. Yeah. Um, it is. Anyways, yeah. Uh, thank you for coming to my literal TED talk. And I, I couldn't think of any way to shorten that other than just – there's probably many ways actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's impossible. impossible. You could
0: have not shortened that I mean, even if you tried. That's, I just get that's so, terrible though, that
3: I get riled up when I think about it. But I was also though very – to my credit, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I was very yeah. calm throughout the entire situation. Everyone else in my life that was following along with it was the like – they were very angry telling me to go yell at people and uh, like super stressed. And mad. I'm just like, that, uh, that's not going to help anything. a lot. Like, why like, yeah. One friend was like, Oh, you should, you should yell at the the United club for not letting you in after what you've experienced. I'm like, well, those people just woke up and came to work. They don't deserve to be yelled at. Like it's not their fault for anything that just happened. So uh, yeah. Not on the back for you. for so okay. Not yelling at everyone. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, Krish, are you still with us? He's asleep. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, that makes me feel really bad. Hello. Yes,
3: I am here. Yeah, no, cool. Thanks. Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you just say back everything I just said? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. It,
2: to be honest, it was quiet for 15 seconds and then you talked in turbo speed for the next 45 seconds and then you cut out and then.
3: Oh well, you missed. A so what I'm saying is, I have an, an aneurysm,
2: and it has nothing to do with your story. Um, I I think I'm just gonna cut my losses, and you guys continue on without me because this is this is not working.
0: Okay, finally, let's get this yeah. right. done. Um... Now we can do a podcast. <laughs> All right, keep that. Okay, uh, <laughs> I hope you're uh, um, So you
3: Jake's, what's new? Or do you have questions for me, Jerry? <laughs> No. Yeah. No questions. <laughs>
0: let's move on. Perfect. No, let's move on. Such a good story, though. That's crazy. that really <laughs> is a good story. You're, you're good. Um, Jake, I'll I'll be pseudo host for a second. I don't remember yes. what you're talking about.
1: Uh, I'm talking about Donovan Mitchell, my right. favoriteist player in the NBA.
0: Okay, what happened with Donovan Mitchell?
1: So. <clears throat> in case anybody's been under a rock for the last few days, Donovan Mitchell scored 71 points against the uh, Chicago Bulls, which I was just thinking about that. It's also impressive because like, most of it was against Alex Caruso, who's known as a good perimeter defender, right? Yeah, he's a good defender. It's not like he was playing against Rudy Gay. Rudy Gobert. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, somebody on the is that we hate, but um, yeah. So he just you know, casually dropped seventy one points, uh, seventy one points, eight rebounds, eleven assists. He sent it to overtime on a crazy tip off of a missed free throw. Uh, kind of eerily similar to the one that Luca hit a few days ago, or I guess that was like a week ago now, over a week ago. Uh, but it was the se- first 70 point 10 assist game in NBA history. And then uh, third 70 point game of the century. And he had 13 points in overtime. I was re watching part of the game, and he only had five points at the six and a half minute mark in the second quarter.
3: Oh, my. Yeah. Are you so, serious?
1: Yeah, I know. I'm dead serious. The first quarter, he had five points, um, and then he didn't score again until like 645 in the second quarter. And it was, yeah, and then he just absolutely turned it on in the the second half, which, I mean, as Jazz fans, we saw that a bunch where he would have kind of yeah. a, not a great first half and then just kind of light it up the second half. But, yeah, just to put in perspective, since 2000, the only other – players that have scored 70 plus points was Devin Booker in 2017, uh, in a loss against the Celtics. And then Kobe Bryant in 2006 scored 81. Um, so just like just scoring performance alone is insane, but the, uh, the assists is like the first time anybody who's scored that much has, has done ever, um, and with the assists incorporated, Donovan Mitchell was responsible for ninety nine points, which is second all time behind Wilt's one hundred. Uh, oh, wow. It's,
0: yeah, he's in, yeah, he was absolutely insane. The thing that's most impressive is like when it was Kobe's eighty one point game; like they were feeding him the ball because he was kind of hot, you know, and it kind of yeah. fell out of the scope of feel of the game. Same thing with Devin Booker and when against the Celtics in two thousand seventeen. They were yeah. feeding him because I watched part of that game live when it happened, and yeah, they kept on feeding him and trying to make it happen, force it to happen. And I guess there was some of that because he was just hot. But everything that he did was in the. I'm going to the right word. It's like, like in flow the, of bass, of the game. flow of the game. Yeah, exactly. yeah, one hundred percent. He only Which took is, thirty. Think, most he took
1: thirty-four part. shots. He was like wow. twenty twenty four for thirty four or something uh and then seven for fifteen from three and then like twenty for twenty five from the free throw so like it wasn't Westford like he it wasn't yeah. like he shot forty free throws <laughs> or uh anything like that but right yeah, just absolutely insane uh they won in overtime, so I mean I think this kind of settles the dispute of if Who's better, Donovan Mitchell or Devin Booker? (laughs) Not really, but um except we
3: just said Devin Booker was one of the others.
0: We had 70 points, yeah. uh, And and they lost still and
3: they
1: lost. Okay. Um, yeah. Are they from the same draft class? No. Okay. No. I just Uh, thought fun fact. Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Kobe Bryant. Right, the three players who have dropped 70 plus in this century were all selected 13th overall <laughs> in the draft I mean, which that's kind of crazy. That's, yeah. that is
3: insane yeah uh, uh have you
1: ordered a jersey of his yet no but I need <laughs> uh, to the new Cleveland. calves like the oh, sick. the black new calves black with gold the black mm-hmm. those ones are cool I also like okay. the Isn't um nice? I do like them the tan ones with like the light blue highlights. I like those ones as well. They say that just land. Have you seen those? Uh, ones? Yeah. The new city mm-hmm. editions. Um, but yeah, Donovan Mitchell has a higher career high than Michael Jordan, Steph Curry, James Harden, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Shaq, Carmelo Anthony, Dirk, Kareem, Larry Bird, Allen Iverson. Like just, I know it's it it obviously does not mean he's better than those players by no stretch with the imagination, but just really, really impressive. He's still relatively young, just kind of, he entering, is young entering his prime. Um, so I'm really excited to see where he takes the calves. Cause I think him and Darius Garland are the best backcourt in the league and will be for a while. Yeah.
0: I, I shocker. I miss Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, weird. I also kind of like, he seems so happy this year.
1: He does. Like, his, he hated <laughs> Utah he plays, so bad? And he's playing so hard, even defensively. Like, yeah. Or
0: Utah drained the life out of him. Yeah, and it's, it's good.
1: It's to. good for him that he was able to to leave and get somewhere where he's happier.
0: Yeah, I just am like, that would be awesome to have him. Also, did you see Gobert? He dribbled down the court and then turned it over because of his butter fingers.
1: Yeah, well, he uh, he also dribbled, he also dribbled down the court and then did a pump fake, was wide open, and decided to try and lay it in instead of just dunk it and missed the That's lay what I'm out. saying. That's, the one,
0: that's what I'm saying. Oh, he had another yeah. one
1: where he also dribbled down and just lost it out of bounds.
0: No, this is the one where he, had the, he stopped. He did like a fake and the like, guy blew by him. Like, bro, just
1: dunk it, please.
0: He, he forgot he was seven feet tall. Seven one or whatever.
1: Yes, yeah, Sam, those are the jerseys I'm talking about.
3: Yeah, no. Click the link. Look at that price—fifty-eight dollars
1: yes. for our listeners. Nice. Yeah, I'm still. Donna Mitchell is still my favorite player in the league. In case anybody's wondering, because I haven't updated you guys in the last, you know, quad <laughs> since then. But um, I yeah, it's yeah, he's I so fun to him. watch. He's so fun to watch. Uh, and then the game after that, I don't remember how many points he scored—like twenty something. But he hit a step back three to put Cleveland ahead head with like 48 seconds left. And then one thing I really love watching him on the Cavs is he's been incredibly unselfish. Like there were times in Utah where it was like, Oh my gosh, he's like Russell Westbrook 2.0, like just taking every shot and like yeah. not deferring to anybody. Cause Hey, he didn't trust anybody uh, besides maybe Mike Conley. Um, but like he, so, so for the last play of the game to win it, he pass it off to uh, Evan Mobley who hit the game winning, like kind of teardrop. And uh, know, it's just really fun to see him be really into his team. <laughs> this <laughs> sounds sad, but, but like, it's, it's really good for him. So uh, as good him Mitchell, super as a, sad for us. Yeah. And he, if he's not all NBA this year, like there's, there's no way he's not going to be all NBA this year.
0: Um, uh, yeah. It's, a, it's not a question. It's about where he's team is going to be on. Um, probably second team. Yeah. on what we have going on. So that kind of leads me into what I want to talk about. So I love to find ways for Jason Tatum to be not kind of bring him down, um, humble him a little bit. And he listens to this, so he'll, he'll feel pretty humble after I'm done talking that's, about him. That's true. Um, so I was realizing Jason Tatum Probably is going to finish top three MVP voting. Feel pretty Definitely. good about that. because The Celtics are great, and he's the best player. But he, I don't think he'll be a, on the first team All NBA roster or starting lineup, whatever that is lineup. Uh, so let's run through. So, so he's technically yeah. a forward, right? Right. Or it's a, even guard forward if we want to give him like because it's right now you, you can kind of doctor it a little bit. Yeah. So what I have in front of him. Jokic, so on the team, first team, Jokic, Giannis. So Giannis, 32, 11, and 5. Jokic, 25, 10, and essentially 10. Um, Haiti, 36, and 5 on a really good emerging um, Nets team. Then you'd have, let's see, do you have Jaw? who's so different candidates, Jaw, 27, Six and eight. Steph is thirty-six and six. Probably won't have enough games played. SGA thirty-nine or thirty-one four and Isn't six. Is that
1: Luca listed as a forward?
0: Um. Yeah. No. I think he's both a forward and guard. As I'd put Luca as
1: guard first team All NBA.
0: Yeah. So yeah, and Luca is thirty-four eight and or nine and nine pretty much thirty-four nine and nine. Yeah. Which is insane. So it's. Let's say if he's guard, you have Luca, and you throw in another guard, so Ja, Steph, Mitchell potentially, and then yeah. your center is going to be Jokic. Yeah, and so you have two forward positions, and you have to film. And these are the five candidates: Giannis, who's thirty-two, twelve and five; Katie, thirty-seven, and five; LeBron, twenty-nine, eight and seven; Zion, twenty-six, seven and four; and Jason Tatum. Thirty, um, eight and four. So I think he might not be. So I think Giannis is in thirty two eleven and five. Yeah. Um, and I think KD gonna beat him I think. I think because of who KD is,
1: he probably will if he continues. You know, if he stays healthy and the Nets continue to be good. Um,
0: I think he's played the most th- minutes in the NBA.
1: Yeah. Like of everyone. Yeah, that's tough. I I don't know if the if the Celtics finishes the with the best record in the NBA and Jason Tatum is still averaging over thirty a game. I think he should be first team over even over KD. I don't know. I I think it's. I guess it's 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 partially my bias because I don't believe in the Nets at all, despite their recent success. Because of Kyrie and then Ben. They literally have the two biggest memes in the NBA of Kyrie and Ben Simmons uh, on their team. Like they just need Lance Stevenson and then they'd be set. But I don't know. I I see what you're saying though. He definitely could be second team. I think it'll be, I don't know. Travesty is is too big of a word, but like I think he should be first team.
0: With his team success, he should be. I mean, he's putting up the stats for it too, but we literally have like six players, seven players 29 points and above. Yeah. Like it's an insane scoring boom in yeah. the NBA. The problem is all
1: the best players in the NBA are forwards. You know. Yeah. So. Sorry
0: Luca. Yeah, suck at Luca.
1: <laughs> he's also going to be <laughs> mad like, when we humble like, him. He's
0: like what,
3: 6
1: 7 though? Yeah. 6 8. Yeah. Got it. It's huge.
0: Um yeah, so I don't know what it's going to it's it's gonna gonna be be I just thought see. that was kind of interesting that he could be second MVP voting, but not be in the first team All NBA. Yeah,
1: I think so. he also has a real a real chance to win MVP. Um, I mean, I don't think Jokic will three P even if he deserves it. Just because of, some,
0: the Nuggets are doing like their team is better than. I
1: agree. I just think uh, like voter fatigue will kick in and
0: cuz
3: LeBron James could win it almost <laughs> in a year. If that's what people say.
1: That's I mean honestly yes true. for the what was yeah. it 11, also Michael Jordan. 11 straight years that LeBron went to the finals like Right. Yes. Um, I was
3: I was making a legit comparison yeah, <laughs> to yeah, be yeah. clear. Yeah. That that's what happened to LeBron. 100%. Yeah. yeah, that is true. I
1: don't know, but Jokic is absolutely insane and like the on-off numbers for the Nuggets. It's besides maybe st- Steph which now the warriors are playing well without Steph but um like nobody else has the same effect the on their nuggets would be team.
0: horrible without uh, yeah. Jokic like and he's averaging nearly a triple double 25.3 10.8 and 9.5. Yeah. Like I like he's insane and he's the, he has the like I think you said it the biggest point differential on and off. Um yeah.
1: and it's not a Westbrook triple double. No, no, it's like it's, legit
0: one and he should have way more assists. Like, yeah, he's he's incredible. So I think it'd be really interesting to to watch and see what happens there. Yeah, LeBron's been playing incredible. He could sneak. In. He doesn't have the team success. Do um, you probably have the storyline to be in the first team? LeBron, he's LeBron. the storyline. <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't own the media, but <laughs> right. What was <laughs> the point of his
3: one-on-one? I never even like the the whole like uh, one-on-one exclusive interview. Uh, on ESPN 2 you not uh, hear about that?
1: I heard about <laughs> it. I didn't watch it though.
0: I didn't watch it.
3: I like I, all that I've seen clips of is that he confirms that he wants to play with Brawny on the same court, same team. And, like, got it. Thanks. But I, I don't know. He made this whole one-on-one interview. A lot of people were like, "Is this retirement? Like, what is this? Why is he doing this?" And then I haven't seen anything other than that statement come out. It would be
1: pretty dope if he just retired, averaging twenty nine points a game. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) he won't. He's insane.
0: No, he'll he'll be playing until he's like forty. His longevity is
1: insane, and he's still going to be averaging like twenty five points a game.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He's He's insane. Overall, they're just are. The league is so deep, talent wise, and there are so many good players, and they've been. So many people have been putting up crazy numbers. Like this, this yeah. past month has been absolutely wild with the number of fifty, forty, sixty point games. Uh, it's just, right. I don't know. It's it's wild to see. There's so much talent, and there's just more coming into the league with you know, Scoot and uh, Wemby.
0: Future Jazz players, both of them. Yeah, Pistons. <laughs> <scared> Pistons. <laughs> right. So. That's kind of where I went with that, and I really hope that he that he doesn't get an MVP. I don't know why I have this weird thing against Jason Tatum, and then hope he's yeah, not where, on the first team. Yeah, I used to state? not like
1: Jason Tatum because of the whole like there's like a rivalry with Donovan Mitchell, and Donovan Mitchell was a better player the first two years of their careers. Um, but
0: I think it's just a Celtics thing mostly. Like for him, that's fair. I don't know. This is me hate hater's hate. Haters, haters, hate. haters gonna hate. gonna <laughs> hate. Yeah, I don't know. So it'd be really interesting. He is deserving to be probably first team just because how good the Celtics have been. Um, yeah, we'll see how it that goes. So.
3: That'd be stupid to watch the Celtics. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would really suck.
3: Sam, tell us about your handball experience. Uh, yeah. So on that trip to Germany, I went to a, my first ever professional handball game and. I will say it was a lot of fun, um, especially just because of the fan environment, because I guess any sporting event ever in Europe, they just get drunk and party, and it's craziness, just like you see in the soccer They games. whistle? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. There was, there was yeah, drums was the, the whole time, and like, yeah. So uh-huh. it was actually, it was a lot of fun, but my, my biggest thing or complaint with handball is I thought there would be action, not only on each side, but like, in the transition like in the middle of the court but no no no. it is just basically like a copy and paste each time going back and forth it's very high scoring but there's nothing happening in the middle there's no like trying to intercept or knock over players or anything happening it's just like they just let them go down and then they all line up on like what looks like a three-point line uh basically mm-hmm. and they pass it back and forth and there's some physicality as they try to shoot there but there's i just was looking forward and hoping for more going on in the other 80 percent of the court but it's yeah. still still entertaining yeah
0: oh interesting. Handball's, handball's interesting to me because it feels like i could be a professional handballer <laughs> <laughs> like i feel like i could do it like, but if I know you I, really... like if i get out there like i wouldn't be able to obviously but yeah it feels like just throwing out a huge goal with your hand, yeah like, oh. yeah you know, like you, I could couldn't,
3: do it. you know what you couldn't be is the goalie because the goalies were warming up sh- like sh- they're stretching and they were doing this like hop jump stretch where they would just uh, like lightning speed kick their leg up to their extended arm out like this like a <laughs> Y. They would just kick their toe up at like just warming up but I'm like what am I witnessing right now this is insane. <laughs> So, so I, yeah, so I
0: couldn't be a goalie. Huh?
3: Yeah, you can't be a goalie unless you, I don't know, stretch for the rest of your life every minute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I could, I could, I could probably do it. I could do handball, Yeah, irrational confidence. Yeah. Okay. So that's handball. Thank you, Sam. All right, are we good? Feeling all right? Feeling lit? Feeling light?
1: Yeah. Let's wrap it up with the, uh, the Vince what Carter. What was that? Was
0: Dwight Howard of the week. Oh, it was Dwight Howard. That's right. Yes. All right, Sam, let's wrap this up with the Dwight Howard of the week.
3: Um, yes. So Dwight Howard of the week is inspired by Dwight Howard uh, with his interview years ago um, where he, <laughs> he uh, was asked about the, the D during the game. Uh, and for the whole interview, then two or three minutes, he just was talking about the D and so (laughs) the D was good tonight yeah the D was good tonight it was all about the D Uh, so the Dwight Howard of the week is Justin Fields where uh, after a late hit on uh, during a game uh, he was asked about the late hit and then in the interview his response was uh, I slide and then I have a 300 pound man come on my back oh pause (laughs) 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 And uh yeah, it was just very funny. Yeah. So awesome. uh um, That is awesome. Dwight I Howard. kind of wish he would have done with Dwight Howard and like gone with just it. Just gone with it. Just gone with that, but
0: yeah. Probably good he po- didn't. It? Yeah. Yeah, probably. So. Well thank you everyone who can uh who stayed with us this entire time. We'll have to do a lot of editing to make this <laughs> enjoyable for christian come back please (laughs) christian so bad come back what is the thing he says at the end i know i'm on these every single time uh thanks for sticking with us uh later later there it is bye